Welcome everybody. How are you? This is another episode of my Christian walk. Uh, I'm recording this morning from Southern California. I was in the East Coast over the holiday and uh, wow, man, it was cold. It was like being in an ice cream truck. That's how cold it was, but I'm glad to be back and uh, I'm glad to be talking about something I uh, looked into when I was uh, uh, out of the state in the East Coast, and it had to do with the Rittenhouse, Kyle Rittenhouse verdict that uh, came about. And um, I had wanted to listen to his testimony, the defendant's testimony, Kyle Rittenhouse, 17 years old, everybody. Now, why does this have anything to do with a Christian podcast? Well, let me tell you why because it involved murder. Okay, sorry, I have to be fair to Mr. Rittenhouse. It involved the killing of two people and the injuring of a third man. Now, here's why I think this is relevant to a podcast having to do with religion or Christianity, whatever you wanna call my faith. Um, Number one, is it really our job? to seek justice on the streets of a protest which was quite volatile involving the shooting of a man who was paralyzed. And that was the context for Rittenhouse showing up. Now keep in mind at the time he was 17 years of age. 17 years of age, he decides that he's going to protect private property. He decides in Wisconsin, he lived in Illinois at the time, that he's gonna take an AR-15 that he was not legally able to purchase. Now, I wanna get into the whole gun laws argument because that's not really the reason I'm talking about this. The reason I'm talking about this is because what kind of entitlement and what empowered this young teenager at the time to go out and decide he was going to have a weapon, go to a politically charged protest and defend property owners or a specific business from having their property damaged. And I think that that question of whether he should have been there or not is what fuels the support that that Rittenhouse has got from uh, many conservative uh, gun owners. I'm not a gun owner. I don't have a problem with people protecting their property as long as, because that is the American way, right? We should be able, I mean, we can get into a whole argument on whether or not we are constitutionally, I know we are constitutionally protected as Americans to to have a firearm, but I don't want to get into a, a debate about the inception of that right was never intended. As much as people hate to hear this, and it's true, you can go look it up. If you're objective, you'll see that we were never supposed to be gun owners as citizens. The military at the time was not a federal military. It was a militia-backed military. People were supposed to be able to protect themselves because of the tyranny of what had happened with Britain and the kind of ownership and control that was imposed on the citizenry 
people were very, at that time, against any kind of federal army or standing army. People wanted to have the right to protect themselves. That's how it was designed, like it or not. I understand it. It's, there's no way that is ever going to be revoked. And I frankly don't have a problem with gun ownership because I happen to know people that are gun owners who are great people and who are very responsible. And there's something very American about having a firearm. I get it. And, you know, anytime we get a massacre that involves a sick individual, uh, spiritually or legitimately who goes out and decides to you know massacre people with a firearm an automatic weapon of, of some sort that is completely different that argument does not hold water here kyle rittenhouse did not go out and this is to his benefit he did not go out and and mow down with an ar-15 innocent people like it or not that was not what he was there for he was there and people could inject into this event anything they want to. People could say that we're opposed to the verdict, verdicts that, you know, that he was there to just look for somebody to shoot, uh, that he really wasn't there for any other reason. Look, you don't know that. And, and frankly, it's not even relevant. The question is, was he entitled as an American with the right to defend himself. And clearly the jury said, yes, he was, he was. Now, if he was just interested in being a serial shooter, gun spreer of, of an AR-15 ammunition and mow people down, he would have done that. He clearly was not there to do that. He wasn't there to kill innocent people. It's a very complicated case when you look at it. And actually, I think what saved him literally from being prosecuted, and this is a mystery to me, the fact that these people went and attempted to either harm him with the skateboard or take his weapon or grab at his weapon is exactly why he got off with a self-defense decision, verdict because he was defending himself. I listened to three hours of this kid, who by the way, at 17, I gotta tell you, you know, I don't know how he did in uh, geometry. I don't know how he did in, in trig or calculus or AP history. But I'll tell you what, the guy knows his gun. He knows his gun laws. He know and knew, he knows and he knew what rights he had. I, I, I don't know if I'll ever get past the fact that he's 17, really. It, it just, there's a couple things that really stick, which is why I'm doing this podcast. A couple things really stick out for me. Number one, where do you get the cojones to go out and just declare yourself a vigilante who's going to protect? And, and I think age has something to do with it. If, we're, if we've got kids, you really think anybody listening to this that if you had a 17-year-old son, you would say, yeah, uh, go ahead, son, have a good time. Don't be back too late. Go take your AR-15 and go protect a building or a business uh, at a politically charged protest. Okay, the door will be open. No, come on, man. It factors in. Okay, number one. And the other thing that factors in, again, does he 
did he have the right to go do what law enforcement should have been doing? Was it Kyle Rittenhouse's right as an American citizen? And this is where I think he gets a lot of support. I think people would say yes. There's a lot of Americans and obviously the jurors who said, you know what, we're going to look past the fact that, you know, was he really there to give medical services? He wasn't even a trained EMS or, or whatever the uh, acronym is. He wasn't, he was not, he was a lifeguard. Okay. And, and guess what? One of the victims even said he needed medical attention and Rittenhouse didn't even give it to him. So I got to call bull crap on that. Was he really there to help? people that were in need of medical attention. Even the most ardent supporters of Rittenhouse and what he did. I think you got to be honest. You got to say no. He really wasn't there to administer medical attention to anybody. Okay. Frankly, I think the reason he was there because he wanted to, if necessary, use that weapon to protect property. I really believe that's why he was there. I think Kyle Rittenhouse had a problem like many Americans do. And frankly, we got to call people out out there who decide they have a right to go protest and destroy private property, personal private property. When did we say that was okay? Anybody that's uh, liberal, anybody that leans a little to the left, are you really going to say that in major metropolitan cities, and I could name, you know, five or 10 right off the top of my head, it doesn't matter. Do people have a right to go incite violence and destroy private property, despite what the reason is for the protest, despite that? No. Heck no. No, I'm trying not to cuss. Heck no. No way, man. So, you know, if we're breaking this down, this was never going to be an easy case to prosecute. It would be a no-brainer, again, if Rittenhouse was just there to kill people. Guess what? He could have done that. But he was provoked. The fact that he had a weapon in his hand is exactly why he used that in his defense. Yeah, but the people there, you know, the people... Here's a question. Why were any of these victims, well, I can't ask the two dead ones, but the one that's living, why are you going to go grab at his gun, yo? He's standing there. He's not shooting anybody. He's not asking you to come over and attack him. It doesn't even matter if he was saying garbage or saying anything. You know, the fact that he must have looked kind of funny as a 17-year-old, kind of scary, actually, with an AR-15. So why are you going over there, you people? I mean, that's just like mind boggling to me. Why any of these people, uh, you know, one of them was, uh, I mean, they, they, they had some of these people checkered pasts, but that doesn't matter. Nobody deserves to die at a protest, okay? Unless, I guess, according to the jury, you're grabbing at somebody that has a AR-15 in his hand, and then guess what? Game on guy's going to protect himself. And if he has an AR-15, what do you think he's going to use? So I think this was, at first appearance, a botched day of deliberation where he was given a verdict that many people thought was unfair. But if you look at it, 
and you look at the law and you look at what was probably presented ad nauseum to these jurors and you look at what the actions were of these unfortunate people who were shot and killed. It involved physically attempting to harm and take the weapon away from Rittenhouse. And that is why he was given a verdict of not guilty. Anyways, in closing, I think at the end of the day, if Rittenhouse is really being honest and reflecting back on his decision, did he have a right? Was it the smartest thing to do to go seek justice? Because that's what he was doing. He was taking the power in his own hands to go and carry. What do you think people carry firearms for? Come on. Why do we have a firearm if we got a firearm? Why are we taking a firearm out on the streets? Hoping? Was he hoping somebody would try to accost that weapon and try to take it away? Or, uh, you know, was he, was that what he was really there for? God only knows. I will say this. I think that's why we have law enforcement. I don't think we need written houses to show up and protect property. You know, if he's the business owner and he's seeking to protect his property, whole different story. If he's seeking to protect his property and somebody comes and tries to take his weapon, whole different story. But Rittenhouse took it upon himself. And as God-fearing Christians, do we have a right to take a life? Listen, everybody, I'm just going to say this. God knows the deal. There's a reason why he's God. His resume is pretty clear. God knows what's going on. He knows our actions. Rittenhouse didn't escape anything if he's in fact guilty. Nobody does, y'all. All right? Peace.